Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Believe in UCLA football podcast. We'll be here with a new episode for you right after this quick note. With the NFL playoffs right around the corner and the NBA in full swing, BetOnline has you covered with all the up-to-the-second news, odds, and scores. With additional odds, lines, trends, and info on both desktop and mobile, you can access the world's best wagering information anytime. Head there today and get in on the action to see all the updated odds. Remember to use the promo code BELIEVE to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Believe in UCLA Football Podcast. My name is James Williams, a reporter and editor for the Orange County Register and the Southern California News Group. And as always, I'm joined here by my co-host, former UCLA linebacker Josh Woods. Josh, what's going on, man? Happy birthday. Thanks, man. I'm getting older. It's crazy. <laughs> I feel I always say it like because COVID, I feel like I lost like two years or three years. Mm-hmm. Like I still feel like I'm like 21, 22, but you know, I'm getting up there. Sometimes I still feel that way too. Sometimes I don't. I'll tell you why in a minute. But uh, what did you do for your birthday? Anything uh, special, or is it just kind of you? Just kind of just another year at this point. I'm sorry, a new tradition. I want to be okay, like like a kid on my birthday. So I went yesterday. I went to the zoo. Okay, I respect it. Which one? So I went to San Diego. Okay. Very nice. Um, Very nice. But yeah, so uh, the older I get on my birthday will be the day where I don't feel old. I feel that. Spe- and I'm going to see how long of, I can yeah. I can keep it going. Uh, speaking of that, I, I felt kind of old yesterday. I had some moments. I fell in the house. I fell at my house twice yesterday. <laughs> twice. Once on the stairs. Messed up my shoulder. Mm. Still made it to the gym, though. Um yeah i was like damn you know i was wearing i was wearing my crocs right and i was like going up on the on the stairs and i was trying to you know get my high knees going up the stairs and my croc thought Did otherwise sport and... mode? no i wait sports mode is with the strap on um around the with, around your, the, with the strap around you around yeah around your heel heel lock yeah in. I'm I'm normally not a, a sports mode guy. I try it, but it kind of bothers the heel. Are you a sports mode guy? If you're about to do something like, or you got to kind of, you need them to be tight on your feet, you got to go in sport mode. Yeah, but you're like, you you know, you're in the kitchen, you're just running up the stairs, you don't think anything of it. And again, I still feel like I'm 22 too sometimes, even though I'm 32. Maybe, um, maybe you shouldn't have wore the Crocs in the house up the stairs. Yeah, I got to reevaluate some of my life decisions. But yeah, so uh, enough enough about that. Hopefully I don't fall anymore. I normally don't fall, but I was 0-2 yesterday. Took my L's, uh, but bounced back. We still have to do a podcast. So uh, obviously this is a UCLA football podcast. There's a lot to talk about. I think since the last time I talked to you, Josh, I think, I mean, we've exchanged texts and stuff, obviously. But I don't know if I've talked to you mm-hmm. or we've done a podcast since the LA Bowl, right? Yeah, it's been a minute. Um, what were your What were your thoughts? That was your first and only UCLA game of the season. Again, I don't think we've talked about this already, but um, what were your thoughts and what did you think of SoFi? Was that your first time at SoFi? First time at SoFi. I mean, okay. 
it's yeah i didn't know how like vertical it is mm -hmm. like i would i would not want to be at the top um i've been at the top but, i've been at yeah. the very top yeah i don't know how that is so i'm glad i wasn't sitting up there <laughs> um ucla fans we we showed up and showed out mm -hmm. uh i feel like for the most part it was home advantage there was you know i feel like boys state didn't really fill out their seats um mm -hmm. especially like lower bowl i feel like it was their side was a little emptier and our side was pretty full um and i was i was worried the way it started off kind of shaky and i didn't i didn't know where the game was going um mm -hmm. and then ethan garbers got in the game and pretty much you know took us yeah. to a victory uh yeah it was, it was the time for you know the I guess kind of like the younger guys to kind of start stepping up or like next year's team to kind of um, show up and excited, you know, another year of TJ Harden, another year of Ethan Garbers. Hopefully, you know, that's a mm -hmm. dynamic backfield and, um, you know, we'll see what, what that entails. I don't know how the defense is going to be just so many, yeah, we'll you know, that. so many, so many guys leaving, <laughs> moving on from the program. Um, mm -hmm you know, like graduating and are declaring for the, for the league. But, um, I'm glad, I mean, they finally under Chip Kelly finally got a bowl game victory and it was at that home. Was huge. Yeah. And the boys got to be at home for Christmas. So yeah, I'm not sure. mad at it. Think about that. Um, so a few things from that, we'll talk about the defense in a minute. We'll, uh, we'll talk about Garbers in a minute, but going back to the fans, I thought the UCLA fans did do well, better than I thought, just because, you know, the way things may have ended with UCLA and it being close to the holidays. I I can also see the case why some UCLA fans want to see UCLA play at SoFi, not the Rose Bowl. I see it. I get it. I don't think it's going to happen. I think they should stay at the Rose Bowl. Do you have a take on that real quick on uh, now that you've kind of, you know, kind of got a taste of that a little bit? I mean, from... Either way, it's a drive. Either way, it's traffic. Either way, it's not on campus. So, like, there, that's where it doesn't make a difference to me. Mm -hmm. um, and then on one hand, SoFi is, like, newer and, like, NFL and vertical and covered. But, man, nothing nothing really beats the Rose Bowl and, like, that grass and, like, the tradition. Like, you feel it when you walk in. Yeah. Um, just, you know, how special that place is. And I wouldn't I, – I wouldn't – move them i mean if they're not if you're not going to be on campus you might as well be in one of the best stadiums in the world no you're you're absolutely right about that just because again i did the rose bowl game too and every time i go to the rose bowl game every time like all the national media after that they're like the national championship should just be played at the rose bowl every year the rose bowl is the best and i'm just like i guess i mean this i go here every every other week so i'm kind of used to it but watching the, the national media there, all the people you see on TV, like running up in the press box, up to the window, pressing their phone against the window just to get that uh, mountain view and the, the sunset there on January 1st. It gets them every time. But yeah, I don't think they should leave the Rose Bowl. But SoFi is a good venue. Um, You did mention Ethan Garber's there a little bit ago. Thoughts on him? <laughs> I think it kind of can't like they kind of figured out their quarterback situation in the last game, which is. You know, 
but maybe it, it maybe Chip had it right from the jump and should have just went with Ethan Garbers the whole way. I mean, it's easier to say that now, but what were your thoughts on Ethan Garbers' play? Um, for him to, I mean, whatever injuries, I mean, he said like he wasn't gonna play mm-hmm. because he felt like he was hurt and everything. But for him to step up and you know get the get the victory, it was good. And I think, um, you know, another year with him in the system, I think having the consistency because that was one thing. Like Dorian had the consistency mm-hmm. of being in the system for you know five years and all the years and kind of getting better every year. Hopefully with Garbers, um, you know. Let's not make this is the three, four, five quarterback competition. Uh, give him the reins through spring ball. Let him take control of the offense. Um, build chemistry with the guys because that's also a thing too. When you got all these quarterbacks rotating and um, even at practice, just having them rotate, uh, the timing with the receivers could be messed up from the cadence to the timing on routes. So. Um, having that consistency from day one of spring ball is only going to help, especially with, I mean, new additions um, to the offense, the receivers, uh, think running back, like even yeah. as, if they get more off at the linemen, all that, it's just having like that cohesive first unit where everybody's on the same page. You're not waiting to be like, okay, now I have Dante in. So I know his cadence might be a little slower. Um, mm-hmm. His progression might be a little faster to this side. Or like, you know, if I'm running a slant, I can expect the ball here versus when Ethan's in, I can expect the ball here. His cadence might be fast. Like all those types of things factor into how good your offense is going to be um, as a unit. So hopefully, yeah, they can all get on board. And, that, and like I said, that's why we saw Dorian with that offense excel in his, in his later years because he was mm-hmm. in the system. And the people around him um, were used to him, and he was, you know, able to take control. So, hopefully, um, the offense, which uh, will probably have more veterans going into the next year um, in the Big Ten, will be consistent. Yeah. So I did a series uh, last week, kind of breaking down each position group more or less at OCRegister.com. Make sure you guys go check that out. Um, one of them was the offensive line and, you know, it really kind of gave me a chance to kind of lay things out and see like who's coming back and what it's going to look like. And it was a little shaky this year, the offensive line, but I think they'll have that second year together next year. The only one that's going to be gone is Duke who was there in the, as the, as the center. So they're going to have to figure out who the center is going to be and who Ethan Garbers is going to be taking snaps from, but you're going to have Garrett DiGiorgio back. You're going to have Spencer Holstage, even though he, went into the transfer portal for a cup of coffee, but quickly decided to come back. I don't know the full story there, but uh, I think the Bruins will benefit from having him back. You'll have some of the other guys back on that offensive line as well. So you have some stability. You have some guys who are in their second year together. I think they'll have that figured out. You had Michael, uh, J. Michael Sturdivant get involved, getting him the ball. And I think that was always the thing. Garber's always kind of got him the ball. I think we saw Kyle Ford get a little more involved than he had usually been throughout the season. So, uh, everyone kind of got involved. TJ Harden got involved and kind of took a majority of the reps there. Um, I think that's good for him. He did well in the bowl game against Pitt last, or I guess two years ago now, however you want to phrase that. Um, yeah, Carson Steele was kind of a, a surprise departure. He declared for the NFL draft. A little bit of a surprise there, but um, I think they'll they'll still be all right with TJ Harden. You're still going to have Anthony Atkins come back. You did get Cam Jones who's coming in as the true freshman from St. John Bosco. So I think the backfield will be all right. And and I don't think you got to worry also, at all. Go ahead. And you get Keegan Jones back. You got Keegan Jones coming back. First of all, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I don't know what the heck happened. 
I thought he was going to your boy Jim Mora over there in U- at UConn. Did, I, and I'm assuming it was – did he recruit – was Jim Mora – did Jim Mora recruit him? Or I was trying to remember the timeline, or was he after Jim Mora? I'm trying to think of what class – I mean, he – it had to have been now that, I, now that I think about it because I think he came – is he the same class as Casper Allen or the year before? He has to be the year – Kaz had to come in before him, no? Or did Kaz leave early? Um, that's what I'm here. I have I a roster. Know. I have a roster here in front of me. Um, Keegan Jones. Why don't I see him? Um, okay, great. It doesn't tell me if he's a senior or whatever. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I think they benefit obviously from having him back. I guess. I think he's taking advantage of his COVID year coming back. So he would be like a fifth year guy. So no, he would have been within Kelly. I think he was a Chip Kelly guy. Um, if I remember correctly. I mean, I, have to, I don't remember that off the top of my head. But what what were your thoughts on him coming back? I, obviously, I, I think that helps. That benefits having him in the backfield and obviously what he can do as a receiver as well, right? I ain't never seen nobody in a situation like that before. I don't know what happened. I'm glad <laughs> to have him back. Yeah, because like he committed. I thought he signed with UConn. Like I thought he he did. On they, I, they made like a fancy graphic for him and every, you know like the signing day graphic thing. Yeah, they did the whole thing. So I mean, maybe he got out of his uh his his uh NLI. He might have asked and 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 got out of it, and then yeah, Coach Foster is probably like, yeah, come on back home. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna find a way to use. It. I mean, he can be what Kaz was for the offense and the return game, yeah. especially with. I don't know if Colson Yankoff is. I'm pretty sure he's Coulson. he. He's he departed. He declared. Yeah, he's done. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think he's done. So with him, the with him declaring, you you now you need. I mean, I don't know why what Keegan wasn't back there. I but, think there's just too you had too many people back because you had Carson still come in. You got to get him the rock too, but I think it's going to be wide open. I'm talking about even here. even like Keegan has a lot. He has like the I want to say the, ex, the exact same speed as Casper Allen, but very mm-hmm. similar speed and quickness. Where where Kaz was the gadget guy, the return mm-hmm. guy, Keegan can definitely fill that role. He could play running back. He can play receiver. Yeah, so he can return punts and kicks. Um, they want and people, just, fans are begging for him to return. <laughs> he's so he's so fast. You just need to get the mm-hmm. find out to get way to get the ball in his hands. Um, and that's another guy that's been in the system for so long. I know he knows the ins and outs of everything. Um, I guarantee you know Foster would would uh, would uh, vouch for him to you know do these things and um, hopefully yeah we use him. And I was probably one of the things that brought him back. They probably told him like. Um, we're going to have a role for you and, um, you know, hopefully we get you the ball more. I wonder how much of that had to do with, I don't know. I don't have the timetable. I don't have to figure it out. Obviously he was already signed there. So I just kind of thought it was a done deal, but maybe with Carson still leaving and declaring, maybe that didn't make things like that opened up some, some reps there for him or, or some carries. So uh, maybe that was a factor in it. I don't know. I don't know if Chip or anyone will ever say, um, maybe if we get to interview, uh, Keegan at some point, we'll get a chance to talk to him, but, um, I do want to flip over to the defensive side of the ball. Um, was there anything about the way they played in the first half and the way they played in the second half that stood out to you? Because I think the defense obviously 
I think one is showed because Kaika Malloy took over as the interim defensive coordinator. Um, obviously, DeAnton Lynn went to USC. So Okaika Malloy takes over as the interim defensive coordinator, eventually is named the defensive coordinator. But I think it was pretty promising to kind of see the way he adjusted from the first half to the second half and was able to get that defense playing uh, pretty well there in the second half. Was there any any night and day differences that you saw with that that defense against Boise State? It just looked like they wanted to in the second half. The first half, I feel like, I don't know what it was. Um, they looked like they didn't really want to be out there, didn't really want to tackle. The energy just wasn't there. They, you know, only person I seen really that was really going from the get was Darius. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the second half, they they seemed to really, you know, turn it on. Um, I know maybe in the first half, they're frustrated maybe with the offense and just like everything that's going on and who's not playing and who's playing. I like. Right. I don't know how much that factored into it, but the second half they definitely turned it on, and you could you could see the difference, um, just the way that they were they were playing, and that helped you know shut down Boise State in the second half and got them the the win. Yeah, and then obviously, so one, if you guys haven't already, make sure you guys look at the post game speech or, or from the post game press conference that Darius Muasau said, just kind of. Uh, recapping everything that was his time at Westwood and whatnot. Um, I thought he had some pretty good stuff to say there. But, yeah, defensive MVP for that game, the L.A. Bowl, uh, was Darius, obviously the offensive player of the game, with just a second-half performance was Ethan Garbers. Um, but as someone who was there, I bet I'm sure you were kind of bummed out that you didn't get to see Lachi, right? Well, you've seen Lachi play in person, right? Because you were this, at some of the games last year, right? So I guess you technically no, have seen him play, play before. Did you play in the did LSU you? game? That's the only other game I've been to as a alum. No, you went to. Oh no, you didn't go to that game. We did I the did. raffle. We it. did the raffle that game. Um, yep, I gave I I gave the tickets away because I wasn't back in California. Yeah, yet. that's right. Okay, so damn, so you never saw him play because Latu wasn't there for no. LSU. Damn, you missed out. <laughs> um, it's crazy because Chris Barnes had just told me something about Latu today. Like, dang, that boy was balling this year. And I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. His season was – it kind of reminded me of the the breakout year that uh, Takarson McKinley had where, mm-hmm. I mean, I would say Latu had more hype going into the year. But I remember, like, Tack going into that season, like, I'm about to be a first-rounder. Like, the hype might be not be there. and um, But I'm about to put, you know, everybody on notice. And Latu had that just impact off the get and definitely yeah. like secured himself a first round draft pick. I think there's no way he doesn't get picked up on the first day. Um, yeah. And just his impact all around. I feel like he got, he might've got some coaches paid for how good he was. He might've got, he got some folks promoted. That, I know that much. Yeah, he might've got Lynn that contract across the street mm-hmm. and he, you know, he got his coach, the, the DC role. I think he had a, mm-hmm. a you know, major, major hand in that. Yeah, and obviously the other surprise as far as guys who've declared for the NFL draft, you had the Murphy Twins who went ahead and declared. I kind of thought for sure they were coming back. I think I had mentioned it on the podcast before, but we talked to the Murphy Twins' dad on Twitter Spaces, and he said they were leaning on coming back. They wanted them to try and stay in school. Um, but, I mean, he, he he wasn't saying that was a for sure. He said if the situation was right, obviously, as it is for anybody. If the situation is right, you go. So the situation must have been right. They must have gotten um, some good grades kind of coming back from from the different NFL scouts or however that process works uh, when you're kind of testing the waters there. 
for the NFL. So they must got some some good feedback, and they decided to go ahead and go. Um, I think they'll they should be somewhere at least uh, day two, if not high day three, guys. Um, but I think they'll have a future in the NFL for sure. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Any anything else from the LA Bowl stand out to you? Did you get to see anybody? Any any of your former teammates out there? Yeah, I mean just. A uh, few of the guys. I mean, the the alumni sh- we showed up for the most part that I know of. That mm-hmm. you know, there's guys scattered uh scattered around the stadium. And um, obviously, the CFL season, we didn't get a chance to talk about how that ended for you. How did it go? Unfortunate, man. I mean, he lost in the West Final. Kind of the same. It was like the same situation mm-hmm. from the year before. It felt like the same. It was cold, and it just was like right there, and we just never. We, we never could get it going at the right time and it feel like we ran out of time and uh it's unfortunate so yeah we'll see what my future has in store i'm a free agent so we'll see if i wow yeah man we'll see what's going okay. on we'll see in next in the next month or so oh in the next month or so okay interesting interesting um cool uh real quick so you i saw you doing some cooking video oh yeah we're trying to um they had us trying to support the local local produce from gro- from the grocery stores in the area, man. And uh, yeah, me and my roommate. The hardest it was really hard, honestly. There wasn't like <laughs> y'all made it kind of look easy. Like we were there for way longer than I thought. Like it took. Way- <laughs> the thing was like, yeah, they they didn't have the most like BC grown like like they had stuff, but like not all stuff to make like a full meal. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. we had to like throw some stuff together and my roommate couldn't cook so of course i had to do the whole thing and the thing about <laughs> thing about that too is like i it was a, i had to fully cook like it wasn't like i mean the video was only a minute long but like yeah, it took yeah. hours to do and um <laughs> it tasted cool it didn't look the best because the the way the noodles were but it mm-hmm. tasted good um and the thing is i was i was like we could just you know say we're getting this make it look like we're cooking and already have pre-made meals come on well that's what well that's what i was gonna say did you did they say hey make this or did you pick what you wanted did you get the ingredients it took a while like give you stuff we had that we walked all over the grocery store and trying to find different stuff and we're like dang what can we make (laughs) and i'm like dang what can i make because my roommate not gonna do nothing like he's gonna be there and then we just like you know threw some stuff together and it's like oh i can make i can make like a like a uh, some type of you know chicken pasta with this you know the sauce you know like finding different things yeah. and yeah throw some throw some veggies with it and call it a day like and then yeah because that that took it took probably like an hour just to figure that out and then we had to actually film ourselves getting the stuff okay so there was no crew yeah. there like so when you guys were cooking was there someone there to videotape it or like not videotape but like to yeah, film yeah, it yeah. All, or... there was a oh, yeah, okay. yeah yeah but i'm oh. not but but it's not like i got a, a stunt double or a, a real chef behind the scenes yeah cooking it for me like <laughs> right. it was me okay <laughs> uh, okay cool because i had seen that and I, and I just wanted to check in on that and see how that went and uh find out what the full story was beyond the one minute. Cause you, everyone only gets to see one minute, but I wanted, wanted the full story on that. I'm glad it uh, was only, they only showed one minute though. It's right. like a long time. Like, it was like not boring. Like we're funny. Like there's a lot of things mm-hmm. they, they cut out, but like, right. I don't think we needed to be in that video. 
And then you guys have to clean up and everything on your own after too. Oh no, we used somebody else's kitchen, so they took. Oh, that was We were there. Kitchen? No, we somebody in the Benson department. We used their space because that would have oh, it really? cooking at our place. It would have took even longer for us to go for where we were filming at, or like mm-hmm. that area back to the city, like because they're like they're it was in north vancouver which is like across the mm-hmm. water situation so we'd have mm-hmm. to have crossed the bridge back and then go like from the top of the city to the bottom where we stay at it just would have been a it would have took way longer than what it, it already took like four or five <laughs> hours it would have took like eight hours probably Damn. To, yeah all that work just for a minute video hopefully you had yep, fun but, at least <laughs> you know Paid paid promotion and uh, free groceries. There you go. That's what matters. All right, Josh. I think we'll get you out of there on that. Uh, we'll have plenty of time throughout the offseason to break down a lot of the guys who went into the transfer portal, a lot of the guys who came back, as we've already talked about. Um, and then, obviously, we, we had a, a lot of the guys who did come in from the transfer portal from other different schools have signed, and they're on campus now. So we'll be talking about a lot about that throughout the offseason. We'll probably be having some special guests here. Um, in the coming weeks so stay tuned for that and uh, yeah thank you guys for listening and as always we'll catch you guys in the next one thank you everybody this is the Believe in UCLA football podcast presented by Bet Online. thank you for listening to Believe You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.